How's it going, you creepy cucks? Welcome back to another episode of Brain Damage Podcast. I am one of your three hosts, Dynamite Jared, here for another luscious, delicious, juicy episode of Cocktober in the month of Cocktober. And here are my co-hosts, Midnight Miles and Buddy the Bruiser. Thanks for joining me here today, guys, to talk about... What are we talking about today? <laughs> oh, last week we did uh, our underrated, just kind of rambled off underrated horror films. What we thought were kind of underrated was a good discussion. This week we're flipping it around, like we mentioned last week, to most overrated horror films. I feel like we're a little bit too focused right now. <laughs> just, just, just miles like, he's like, all right, I gotta get this podcast <laughs> fucking over with. I feel like it up instantly. <laughs> Here comes, uh... <laughs> My cat has waddled out of the bedroom. <laughs> She's like, I need to hear this she one. Gaining weight. What is this? <laughs> are you shaming her on the podcast? I'm not shaming her, but she, I swear to God, her legs are shorter than before. <laughs> Maybe she just shrinking. She is definitely... She's an old girl. She's, she's like definitely, 12. like, waddling now. I feel like she had more stride to her before okay getting some water some let her get hydrated and then see how she's striding around the house all right we'll we'll check this um she's, she's checking to see if well, the coast is clear all right if you want to get not too serious i mean i just feel like most podcasts are like yeah mo- a lot of podcasts have a general subject that they want to tackle you gotta break episode. the ice you gotta warm but up then the they come in they, they come in and they're like and then and they just kind of bullshit for about 10, 15 minutes and then be like, okay, now let's talk about what we really came here to talk about. Well, we didn't say we weren't doing that. You asked what the topic was and all I said was, this is the fucking topic. It's getting a little hard because um, we're in back-to-back sessions right now just to yeah. break to break canon for all those to Break the fourth wall a little bit. The kayfabe's dead. I, I try to keep it in as many podcasts as I can. I've definitely quote-unquote lied to the audience many times that we're recording in the fall when it's 90 degrees outside at the end it's of July. Definitely not, it's definitely not 90 <laughs> degrees out today. No, it is not. I have a chilly breeze on the back of my bald-ass head <laughs> coming, coming from this from this window over here. But um, how are you guys feeling today? I'm, hey, I was going to bring it in and say, how's everyone's cocktober, October for the people that aren't? How's everyone's cock feeling? It feels fine. That's normal. Yeah. It's natural. Mine feels pretty good today. I, I couldn't help but notice that you closed your legs a little bit when I... He got a little <laughs> uncomfortable with us talking about it. Oh, no, no. My cock's... I've had a great day with my cock today, honestly. How's your How's your cock doing at home, listeners? listener of the show? Just uh, <laughs> make sure you send us a, send us a tweet. At brain damage po- or cast. brain damage cast. That's the cast for your brain after it's damaged <laughs> from listening to <laughs> from listening to this podcast. Um, tweet us. Let us know how your cock is doing, and you may oh. be featured in the next October episode. You oh, also, keep, keep, keep Miles isn't even aware of this, but if you've been sending pictures of your toilet, we'll get to that episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hashtag rate my toilet. All right. Oh, I like that actually. Fuck, I forgot. <laughs> I was just about to ask you. I was like, I know there's some kind of social media campaign that we were trying to start that um, didn't that. That I just forgot about. Rape so, my toilet. So if we have the website up by now, I'll definitely have like an email link that you can also 
send an image of your toilet to the email. If you don't feel like tweeting it, if you don't feel like tweeting the toilet for like the entire, like all your Twitter feed to see and everything like that, you want to email it to us privately. We will rate it on the show. It will appear on the YouTube version of the show by emailing us this image of your toilet. You are giving us permission to use the image of the toilet to give it a proper rating and in, assess in it the video scientifically. Feed. Yeah. So in the rate my toilet special episodes, you um I'm just gonna have to kill our Spotify numbers and, and our Apple Podcast numbers here and say that you're missing out if you don't watch that those episodes on YouTube. You because you're really gonna want to see the images of the toilets that we're rating when we're really describing the porcelain bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so I don't I don't I missed obviously I missed we we discussed this but I will say a couple of the accounts I follow I think I send those to the Taco Town group chat of like the weird the weird whole bathrooms like not just the toilet but the whole bathroom being like themed like the ones that look like they have fake floors or the ones that are look like an eighties roller rink I sent a handful of those to the to the Taco Town thing back in the summer but. So I'm very oh Jesus! I thought this. this was like two days ago. I was like, <laughs> no, no, I was like, can no, I pull no. this up now to no, hear what the no, fuck no. you're talking about? No, but uh, I'm I'm all I'm all in for this. Uh, How do you think your toilet would fare in the rate my toilet? Well, I'm telling you right now, it's not getting above a six. No. <laughs> it's already disqualified. <laughs> no, but by a crucial detail. There's definitely that? some crucial uh, oh. features that are missing from your toilet. All right. Well, if if you see the back of my toilet, if you see, because my my toilet actually goes. We're just rating. The, the we're wall. just rating the toilet. Your Hulk Hogan poster does not count. Hulk Hogan being so. When I look into Hulk Hogan's eyes every time I piss every single day. It kind of, you know, kind of, you know, it's a good way to start I can see, I like, can see you putting the, the damn uh, picture of your toilet uh, and trying to submit it to rate my toilet, but really focusing the angle so it's got a really good view of the Hulk Hogan. And I'm going to, in order to capture that angle, I'm not going to be able to see, like, full bowl. Like, I'm not going to be able to see what's going on in the bowl. There could be, like, some worms or shit going I mean, usually the problem down, is I got a couple there. weird stains in my toilet because I use a lot of natural cleaners when I clean it. But I clean my toilet regularly. Uh, I think it's a very average toilet. I guess I'd probably... But, but it's nothing... There's nothing special about my toilet. So we're, th- we're talking, like, maybe, like, a four or five at the highest, probably maybe like a, a six. Yeah, maybe. At the highest, well, it, 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 it's, Again, the the main factor, we cannot get over a six. It's it's just absolutely disqualified from being a, higher than a six, without a doubt. Missing key features here, um, the biggest of which being a bidet. I, I know that amongst the people sitting... In front of this microphone right now to let uh, everyone know we, we're using um, one uh, condenser mic. Uh, yes. That's how we're recording this podcast. Uh, USB condenser mic. We're not we're not official. We don't each have our. We don't have any XLRs. There's no interfaces set up. Nothing. I have it. I cool. have an interface that we can use if we all got XLR uh, dynamic microphones. Right. If need be for that ever to happen, um, so that you know Miles could stay seated in his chair over there, and I true. Be, we, be we don't even have to look at there. each other. Or be yeah, <laughs> I definitely have a soundboard that we could use for that. Anyways, um, out of out of the out of the uh, gentleman sitting at this at this couch right now, I'd say it's safe to say that uh, you definitely have the dirtiest asshole out, out, of, <laughs> out, of, out of out of the three of us. 
I definitely am a really good wiper. I know it's not the same, but I mean, I, I really, I know how to wipe my ass. Uh, Austin's like kicking him as he's saying this. Uh, I will say I take most of my shits at work, though. So, I mean, I don't shit very often at home. I guess, like, the burning question is, what do you have against the bidet? Because you refuse to use it. I just as my cat is wiping her ass across the floor. I'll tell you exactly <laughs> what he has. I'll tell you exactly what he has against it. He's a <laughs> primitive shitter. Miles, Miles is a primitive defecator, and he's like can't step up to the next level. This is like if you went back in time and showed the Neanderthals an iPhone, they wouldn't understand it. They wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. They would be terrified if you're like scrolling through your letterbox in front of. The, in front of the Neanderthal, oh, oh, just like in, they, they just can't comprehend it. And Miles is is like a Neanderthal of the bathroom. He just can't move up to the next level. Can't get with the times. He doesn't want to be a part of a first world country. He, he wants. He, he keeps wanting to live in the third world bathrooms of the world. How many of these people are going to have a bidet that turn their toilets in, though? Because are they all just disqualified then? I'm just no, saying. they just can't get like a very high rating. They're not going to get a high rating. We might even like be like, yeah, man, you got like a five point five or, or whatever. That's very solid for not having a bidet, for for having a goddamn basically uh, a hole in the ground that uh, you know, like we're this is like what you know the the toilets that we're talking about right now that they can't get above a six. This is just like maybe like one step ahead of like the trench that you used to dig to shit in. <laughs> <laughs> only once, yeah, only once stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know that uh, uh, back in ancient times, uh, one of the ways that people would wipe their ass was with a wiping stick. A wiping stick. Yeah, you would just find like a stick or have a stick, and basically just like, like, like shove it, in, like, uh, like shove it in your ass, like make a circular motion, it, yeah. get any debris out. Yeah, the wiping stick. Well, <laughs> but there's no wiping involved. Well, no, no, it's you a little more like, smearing. It's a little bit smearing. <laughs> no, I think more. that like the the kind of like the uh, bark and everything on the stick is is kind there's of some like rubbing catching, like, the, there's some rubbing. There's some rubbing. So if you take the stick long ways and kind of like get it like into your ass crack, so just kind of you just take a loose piece of bark. <laughs> and use it almost maybe like some a maybe paper. some cultures did this. I'm know, just, I'm just talking about the about the uh, wiping stick, and you take this, you know you. Kind of get your cheeks on each side, clap your cheeks around this thing, and then just kind of like run it up, and then the bark will catch all the all the junk, all the all the gunk and garbage in there, if you will. <laughs> Listen, we're talking about barbarians here, okay? We're it's, like you're only one step ahead of this, Miles. You're just, like okay, like the how? Fact that I own how, toilet paper. I, I mean, I have toilet paper too, but there's a crucial step here. I mean, before the toilet paper, you know, but. Like how far off is toilet paper really from from the from, leaves from the in bark, the bark. <laughs> from the leaves in the bark? It's just it's one, softer, sure, but you're not. There's no improvement. This is just one. This is just one processing facility away from being a goddamn tree, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that one processing facility. Uh, you don't know what you could wipe your ass with back in the day because you can't just grab any old leaf and wipe your ass with it true. back in the day. Especially back then when we didn't know if you're grabbing a maple leaf or a fucking goddamn like poison ivy, poison ivy or whatever. 
Uh, it's kind of like eating berries. You, know, you still can't really do that unless you're like an expert. Yeah. Yeah, so wiping your ass. So make sure you guys ri- of submit to Twitter, hashtag rate my toilet, or email us. There should be a link on the website. If the website exists, by the time this episode is out, you can email it to us. Just be aware that when you email us, you are giving us full permission to post the image of your toilet in our YouTube video for the podcast. Make sure you ask your landlord before you grant us permission to... Um, show the toilet, toilet <laughs> rate your toilet and show it to the world. Yeah, but do you have to say their actual official names? Could they have code names or something? Too? They can send us code names. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really <laughs> care. Just you make know. sure, make sure that um, you you tell us your name and where you're from. I don't really care if it's a fake location and a fake name, but we do we do kind of want that. Like, okay, and now what you're seeing here is the toilet that belongs to. Danny Diablo from New York. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want your name to be like Jim Ballsack from, you know, whatever, you know. We'll accept it, even if his name is Jim Ballsack. All right. All right. Well, the fuck is that, man? You got a tick? No. I don't know what that is. Looks like a fuzz. A little fuzz on Miles. fuzz. Well, we got to take care of that before we get into the big business at hand today. Miles, this has been a very difficult podcast for you to kind of <laughs> wrap, very, your, wrap your head around. It's because a very difficult we, time for you. Because as we were talking about, we're talking about films that we think are overrated. And Miles, he, he just loves everything. I, I feel like, you know, you guys and your, uh, your alternate takes of what I enjoy and what I don't enjoy. I got to look and see what do I think is... So if you guys are... Oh, I got one already. But anyway, All right, but, but gonna, it's gonna we'll, be shocking. I feel like maybe we'll put we'll put a little um, disclaimer before this one starts. If 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 you are someone that um, doesn't like to hear contradictory opinions to you or easily offended, maybe you should turn this one off now because we're going to be coming in with the hot takes on this one. I feel when you start to talk about things that are overrated. Now we're talking about things that are held in high regard. That we don't think deserve, deserve that regard. And so, you know, some bigger movies are going to be coming up here. Some more popular films are going to be coming up here. And we might be tearing them apart. So, if you're the faint of heart, you might want to turn this one off. And go back to our underrated episode. Our more wholesome, underrated episode that we released last week. Showing some love this week. We're showing some hate. So. Is this week is definitely about the negative feelings and the hatred that we the have. Blind hate. That's the right. Blind hate. Miles, you want me to start off with well, something? This will well, be you you were building it up. You like I okay. I know what you did last summer. I think it's just pretty mid. No, like it, no. I rewatched it like in this past year, and I still don't get it. Joel it, is going to absolutely murder you. I, I'm, what do you think of it? I haven't seen it in like a thousand years. I just. I mean, I guess there's a reason for that because it's pretty much like a scream ripoff. Yeah, I just think yeah, I just think it's one of the there's times nothing. Like, there's nothing special about there's it. There's nothing special about that film. Like, I've see, this is like one of the movies like that Joel would probably use when when we have the argument like which decade has the better movies. Obviously, it's the '80s, but Joel will be like, "Oh, the '90s, the '90s." He thinks the '90s is the greatest of everything. He probably bring up, "I know what you did last summer," and 
Yeah, I'll it's, agree with you. This this isn't really like the heavy hitter that I was expecting. Like it's a heavy coming. hitter for I feel like for certain people growing up though, like people that are let's say maybe. So for <laughs> or something now, like Jared is very perplexed because the way my cat drinks water, she normally will not just stick her head in the bowl. She likes to put it onto her paw and shove it into her mouth. So that is what we're witnessing at this moment. How long was the either last that podcast? or something is in the water? The last podcast was about an hour and a half. Okay, that's like perfect time. All right. Um, I mean, I guess I'll I'll. Uh, come right out and and say uh one that'll immediately hurt some feelings but it's definitely been my views on this have been expressed on the podcast before um i feel like we're probably gonna hit like a lot of newer films on this as opposed to like older ones but i i'm sure i have a couple sure i mean i have a i'll have a couple of older ones but um midsummer jesus christ man like i mean you know I, i i'm a huge fan of it uh, a huge fan? Yeah, I really like Midsummer. Would a lot. you put a poster of Midsummer in your house? No. <laughs> but I'm also a huge fan of a ton of shit I don't have <laughs> anything of in my house. But uh, I understand completely why you don't like it, and I understand completely why. I mean, not saying every single detail, but why some people. Are do. you going to tell me the thing? Like because like the the consensus from my wife in. My Mid- wife and Miss Bruiser. When I start to talk about Midsummer, the their consensus on why I don't like it is because I'm a man and that I don't understand. I don't bring my good, my wife also does not like Midsummer. We're both all of us are in the same group on that. I don't know. Maisie don't did like Maisie Mids- like it? Yeah, like Maisie it. loves it. I don't like Midsummer. Just all fucking right. watch Wicker Man. Like, <laughs> like seriously, just watch. Please. Midsummer is very beautiful. I'll give it that. Yeah. It's, it's shot like amazingly, and, and the the scenery is great. Cinematography is great. It's a well made film. And there's yeah. some and there's some like, decent gore in there, like you know, falling off the rocks and and smashing the face. Like that's like the highlight of the entire movie for me. Yeah, like Florence Pugh kills it. Like it's very well acted. Like I mean, just kind of sucks. <laughs> Fuck, it's pretentious and boring. Like, I I like, like, slow, long horror films, though. Like, I always have, like, ones that are kind of, (laughs) like, just, like, in a certain atmosphere, in, like, a certain locale. (laughs) Like Salem's Lot. Yeah, I do. One of Jared's least favorite things Miles says, that he loves long films. I don't mind long films, but it's got to go in. Like, if you're going to make a long fucking movie... You need to pace it well. Like, to make a long movie, it needs to be paced well. I can't do a fucking... I'm not saying Midsummer's three hours. I don't even know how long it is. It's pretty pretty close. It depends on what cut you watch. Anyways. But, like, I like films that are long. It's not... I like long films. You gotta hit the pacing. Like, you can't just be, like, three-hour movie the first, like, hour and a half. Like, nothing that cool happens. Maybe one... Like in the case of Midsummer, like one cool thing happens. The fucking, the guy like, or like, is it a couple? I can't even remember. Yeah, it's an old, it's an old couple when they jump off the. They jump off the thing. Okay, that's like the one. I like the beginning when she's, you know, basically trying to kill herself or whatever, and like that whole start to that. I don't know. I like the introduction of all the characters and just them kind of getting into this weird like place. It's like slowly like unveiling itself. It didn't bother me. Uh, obviously, because I said I really enjoyed it, but 
I also feel like, let's say if it was about cannibals, I would enjoy it less or something. Like, I just like, I like weird cult stuff. I like stuff like that. I think it just like, it hit the things that I like about certain things about genre. But I, uh, you know, if someone doesn't like that, I completely understand that because horror has such a wide genre and what people think like that they like or what kind of atmosphere or story could drag them in. If it's just not something you're into, it's going to be a... Yeah, I mean, Midsummer is going to be, like, a tough watch. So, I mean, I, I get it. I mean, you know, whatever. It's just like, if it's a long movie, it needs to build. Like, it needs to build and build and, like... And really just keep me interested the entire way through. And I feel like maybe Midsummer does build. I mean, every movie kind of builds, but, like... It builds slowly, and then the climax... The literal, literal climax is is fucking like super goddamn underwhelming. Jesus Christ! Like, oh my god! Oh, they killed the boyfriend. Fuck! Wow! <laughs> the one everyone hated the entire movie. Wow! Who saw that coming? Wow! This is terrifying. They they killed the one that everybody doesn't like. I don't even really like it. It is horror, but like some stuff like this, like I mean. I don't feel like Midsummer is necessarily straight horror. Obviously, I feel like it's well, it's just, elevated horror, like, yeah, I mean, like we were talking like, about. But I like, don't consider it scary. But I also like not like scared by a bunch of stuff. I don't know. I just it just like wasn't horror. exciting in any way. Like nothing exciting ever happens, and it's like I don't know. I don't. You know, the Godfather is a long fucking movie, but I mean, there's not a second of it where I'm bored hard to put it up against one of the greatest films that's ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, but I mean, people, just, but there's people out it. there right now that will legitimately think and say that Midsummer is one of probably one of the greatest horror movies that's ever existed. It's kind of like that uh, girl in Scream, and I don't know if that line was designed to make horror fans hate her, but when when she's on the phone in the new Scream movie talking about elevated horror and how yeah. it's better than like old like mindless slasher movies and stuff like that. Probably right. to make everyone, you know, I feel like it that. Made, it made me hate her. I was like, oh, Ghostface needs to <laughs> pop in here and take her out right the fuck now because this is it's bullshit. A hot, it's a hot take. It's a hot horror take opening a film that's known to take hot takes. Like, in Scream, the new Scream. Right, yeah. I thought Nope was overrated. I haven't to, seen to it yet. It, I can't comment. To keep it recent, I mean, it just I was, uh, I was going to put a Jordan Peele one in this one, and it was going to be Get Out. Um, which I think is a great, a good movie. I like right, I like yeah, Get Out. Yeah. I don't think that it should have been nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, it's it's a, that's a stretch. I mean, um, I I don't feel like bringing us into this because I feel like a general consensus is that it was weaker than Get Out, which I agree with. I agree. That's with one that I want to go back and rewatch because I, I remember not liking it when I watched it, but then I also felt I was kind of being like too harsh on it because I had higher expectations and wasn't. I just don't it. think Jordan Peele is this horror master that, I mean, if this is the, if this is the, the bar for masters of horror these days, it's incredibly low in my opinion. I'll, I'll, you may, he made it, he made a decent horror film in Get Out. And I, I haven't seen Nope yet. I heard that it's good. I like Joel liked it. And I really liked Nope a lot. Um, I understand why someone we've talked about in this podcast for it. Dylan watched it and didn't like it at all. But I also feel like it wasn't the kind of flick that 
I think he wanted to like it. I think he liked the first part of it because it had to do so much with film itself and like right, the yeah, of yeah. film and like Hollywood to an extent, you know, stuff like that. Um, I really liked Nope. I'd like to see it again. Uh, I don't know. I I'd be I'd be down to watch it again under different circumstances because I watched it for the first time at the drive-in. So it's kind of yeah. like I don't know, but. I don't see what the big deal is about it. Joel said that would be the perfect movie to see on a drive-in. It, I mean, it was good, but like your first time like watching something like I, you, the drive-in here is right next to the freeway and just yeah. like a bunch like there's it's not the perfect atmosphere to watch a film if you're actually it's, trying to watch it. Nope is very like little detail oriented, where I feel like if you're missing a lot of dialogue at the drive-in, like if, if like you said next yeah. to the freeway, like it's gonna be a hard one because I feel like he's constantly putting in things that all wrap around in it. So you get to the end and it's kind of like a lot of the little things, the lines, the little shots you do, they all matter, like especially in the climax of the film, the final right, thing, yeah. especially. But, um, I don't know. I think Nope on an uh, initial watch was better than Us, uh, in my opinion. I don't know. It had some really, really cool scenes and elements. But I also am a big, like, sci-fi guy to an extent, and there was hints of sci-fi in it, even though I would say, wouldn't you say it's probably more... Well, I mean, there's obviously, it's obviously sci-fi. I mean, when you have aliens, like, it's clearly yeah. sci-fi influence. I'll be curious yeah. what, what Jared thinks. I'd like I'd like to see it again. I probably will because it is, do you think it's this film that has the most going on? I know, I feel like Us thinks it has a lot going on, but it's like not no, as I think No, I, I think Us be. is the most basic out of all the films. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I mean, out of all the films, the three films the three that he made, that, yeah. yeah. I'm interested. I'm. I want to watch it, and uh, hopefully, I'll see it soon. I know Maisie wants to watch it too. I've not disliked either of the movies he put out. No, I, no, I gave no. us three stars. Like it was okay. Get Get Out. I, liked a lot, um, I thought was fun. It was nice. It was a good movie. Um, you know, when people started really putting it on a pedestal, I was kind of like. Well, Let's settle down a little bit. I'll be interested to see what Jordan Peele does next. That's what, I feel like he's still working his way towards his quote-unquote masterpiece. Like, he's just not... His opus. Yeah, he's not... It, the thing that he should be, like, known for, or, you know, become to be known for, I don't think he's made yet. I would hope, I would hope not. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not, right. too. I want, I want something really good from him especially if he's the director that's going to be getting all this like hype and promotion every time that his well, horror film comes out it's kind of like from Jordan Peele now yeah, you know what yeah, I mean yeah. he's, well, he's kind of like I don't want to put it on this level but is is there like a modern director right now that's kind of like the past generations now like Carpenter, Craven, like, not really. You no. know what I mean? So is is Jordan Peele the closest thing that the current generation has to something like that right I now? I feel like because Universal puts maybe out Ari stuff. Aster up there with him, but I still feel like not quite there yet. I feel like um, Jordan Peele being 
a bit a little bit more commercially accessible than than well, Aster so, is. So, so in comparison, you brought up Carpenter. Most all of like Carpenter's like big films, especially his early stuff, barring Halloween and stuff like that, was all put out by Universal. And Universal always pitched him as like, you know, John Carpenter's blah blah blah. John Carpenter's, you know, whatever. Yeah. How Jordan and Jordan Peele like, you know, Jordan Peele's us, you know, or like before like Jordan Peele. No, you know, I mean yeah. stuff like that. So it's like, I feel like Universal always has like to like kind of tie their stuff to like one big director to certain like for like horror I would say and kind of like that person's like pigeon where they put a ton of money a ton of backing all it needs is one hit and then they push this guy for so many years John Carpenter luckily like had the range the depth the storytelling the directing like everything to, I mean have a hugely successful career especially for the entire decade of the 80s like everything he you know not always commercially successful hit or miss on some of them but like his input, you know, going everywhere from, you know, the fog to, uh, you know, stuff like we talked about, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. The thing, it's a, it's all like it's all critically acclaimed nowadays. Yeah. Um, but at the time of release, maybe something like the thing wasn't as well received. And until Big Little Trouble in Little China bombed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, not everything was a was a, was like a box office hit, but I mean, he really, you know, he had a name behind him. Like, peop- there were still tons of people, just like there's tons of people for Jordan Peele that oh, Jordan Peele's directing it, I'm gonna be there the opening weekend, you know. Anyways, Obvi- obviously, not me at this point because I still haven't even seen Nope. So, well, well people are saying, and I guess this is another person to compare him to. Because, like, it's from, like, the previous generation before him, but people are nervous he's going to be, like, another Shyamalan scenario mm. where, like, his best film was his first one. Right. And then everything else is just kind of... taper off. Like, it's, like, what happened. So. I feel like... I feel like M. Night Shyamalan was a really good storyteller, but he would have benefited if he would have had a co-director or just wrote films and put his name before them and then had someone else direct them. Because I feel like he's not always a great director, but he has good ideas. Speaking of M. Night Shyamalan and overrated, Signs. What the fuck, man? That thing. <laughs> I haven't seen Signs. I've only seen Signs once, and it's one of those ones that I've, I've thought about for a long time. I Did Mel Gibson write the fucking script to this goddamn oh thing? God. It becomes like the power of Jesus versus aliens at the end of this shit. Legend. Uh... That's definitely probably a, yeah a good one to put on there. Even though like I like I said, I, well I like the reason why I got does, hyped and wanted to watch Signs because you saw it just a couple weeks I, ago. I saw yeah I just recently saw Signs, so this oh, is this oh, is fresh yeah, to me now. So My hatred for this movie is fresh now, is because for some reason on Twitter I just randomly said it must have been like the anniversary of Signs or something. Several tweets like several different people tweeting out the screenshot. From where the alien like walks across the camera and like the like the news footage, like the home video footage that they show on the news in Puerto Rico or wherever it is. And everyone's like, wow, fucking 15 years or however long it's been since like this or like. Well, the people say that's like one of the scariest. Yeah, that ever. one of this is this. This is like if you've seen this movie, you know, this is one of the scariest shots in like horror history or whatever. I was like, okay, cool. I've heard good things about signs. I want to watch this now. 
I'm always chasing like that classic. You know what I mean? That I that I still haven't seen yet. There's still there's still classics on oh, all of yeah. our lists oh, that, yeah. that we oh, haven't seen. Sure. And then you know you want to see them. Like, Damn, why have I been sleeping on this for so long? So I watched Signs. It sucked. And that <laughs> and that fucking and that fucking shot wasn't even scary. The shit wasn't even scary. Maybe because I knew it was coming. I, I guess that's the worst part that. about the internet nowadays. Like for, it's a, for like fans of stuff that's like film and stuff like that is, especially with memes and like everything and all the screen grabs and all the stuff that's out there. You can. I'm surprised there's things you. Had, like from Nope that you haven't seen or have you know what I mean things like that I don't think I've seen anything maybe once I see it and I'll see like a meme and be like oh that's what that meant yeah maybe I, don't I haven't seen that I'm not I haven't really seen many, too much yeah, so yeah I'm not on as many stuff as like social media I don't Twitter or anything like that but I haven't seen really anything but I was just kind of curious if there is stuff out there yeah it's interesting I mean like I don't know signs is really bad and like it has not aged well. Like, I always get so mad when you talk to someone that's always like, oh, I can't watch those old horror movies. I feel like, yeah, I feel like such a grumpy old man screaming at the clouds right now because it's, it's like whatever. But like, I always get so irritated when I'm talking to somebody. I can't watch those old horror movies. The effects look so bad and so cheesy. And then somebody will be like, Signs. Signs is great. <laughs> and they think yeah. that's an old Have you movie. Seen the fucking CG in Signs? Jesus Christ, was that even good when it came out? Fuck. It looks horrible. I still And the lighting for some like in the the aliens like always like shrouded in darkness even though it's like daylight like shining through the windows. Like right. never really a scene where like because he wants to keep it dark so the siege like the flaws of the CG won't be seen, but it's just like you can't do it in the middle of the day and it's still noticeable that like I don't know like even in that it still looks dog piss bad like it looks so so hard for me to remember it's been movie song I mean so many years the alien's weakness water comes to planet that's 90% water is that the irony of the whole thing though I mean is that what that's like the gigantic plot holes the entire fucking thing like why like you can see it uh, like uh, unless they didn't I'm sorry like you, you could say oh yeah blah, 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 but I mean like but did they know water was gonna kill them I guess I could, I don't I could, it's been so fucking long since I've seen science I did they uh, did I they did they know remember. that was their weakness I can't remember I think I think there is a goddamn scene where like it sees like a fish tank or something and, it's <laughs> and it like, freaks out like, don't want that you know what I mean like I don't know but you know regardless it's kind of funny it's it's also kind of weird because isn't there like technically like water in the air like, I mean technically water's evaporating yeah there's moisture in the air yeah I mean so how would the aliens even be able to fucking breathe what state does science take place in? Because if this shit's in Florida, I swear to God. No, isn't it like... Well, it's all over the world. Yeah. But, but where our characters are, I don't know. Isn't that like deep Midwest corn country? Yeah, it's some weird shit. I don't know. The movie sucks. <laughs> I can't remember if I... For, for sake of, of non-argument argument, I can't remember either way. I'm sure you would like, love it if you rewatched it recently. I'm sure you, you'd be a fan. I'd probably be like... I really liked uh, I really liked The Village, if you want to talk about him. You guys probably don't like The Village, but I thought The Village was really I good. I think... 
Well, what happened was we watched Signs, and then Maisie and Emily were like, we should watch The Village. And then I watched a trailer for it, and I don't know if you remember the trailers for The Village, but the trailers for The Village are literally everything I hate about horror like movie trailers, like packed into a movie trailer. And so... <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen a trailer for the village. Whatever, we watched the trailer for it, and I was like, you know what? M. Night Shyamalan has f- fucked me already too much tonight. I am not watching another M. Night Shyamalan film. Did they like tonight. it? Do they like the village? Yeah, they were trying to get yeah. me to watch it, and oh. you know what? And and Joel said that I no, need but to did watch they, the did, village. Did they like signs? I think is what he was asking. No, I was asking, do they like the village? I don't know. If they I don't. I don't know if they've it. seen it. Yeah, oh, okay. but did they like signs, or did they? Did everyone? I think, think that like, they agree. I think that they liked it more than I did, be, uh, due to nostalgia. Yeah. Um, but I think that they kind of agreed with me at the end of it all that it has not held up well at all. I think the visit's good. His like comeback. Oh yeah, the visit was. I thought the visit was really good. I don't know about really good. It was okay. For what? Well, he's the found it? footage purist. I mean, he's seen. He's yeah, seen yeah, them all, that's so. true. It was okay. It's fine. I like the story. I thought it was. I thought it was interesting as hell. But it was fine. It was okay. You know what? It really reminded me of a film that I should have brought up and underrated in the last episode. Uh, Grandma's House, um, straight to VHS. Um, I don't think ever it might be released on other things, but I don't ever think it got like a theatrical release or anything. I don't even remember the twist at the end of it, but I just remember really not maybe really enjoying, but enjoying it. So, anyways, what do you, buddy? I don't think you have you even shared a, an overrated yet. I, I said so. no. Oh, you did just say. No. Did you say one? Yeah, I, I started with that. I, uh, I started with summer. I started because. I just that immediately stuck out to me. I'm just like, uh. Um, Let's see. I'm sorting my life. Okay, so here's one that I think it's overrated because everyone's like, "Oh, this is this movie's so bad, it's good." Because I'm just looking at my fucking lowest rated letterbox. I don't think Troll Two is so bad, it's good. I think Troll Two is just like mid and stupid. Like I don't, I don't know why everyone's so like, oh, bad that it's bad. No, but like everyone's like, oh, you gotta see Troll Two. It's the worst movie of all time. Like, well, it's, like it's just like it's not the worst movie. It, it's just the tagline. It's like the tagline is, is best worst know, movie. Like, yeah, I like Troll Two. I think it's hilarious. There's like that one line I watched it when I was in college. I I, I ordered it on Blu-ray. Guy sat down to watch it, and the line where he's says something. The dad says something like. The kid says something like, I'm, don't quote me, internet, but it's something like, I'm hungry, or this or that, and he's like, he like misbehaved or something, he's like, well, you're gonna have to tighten your hunger belt, son, and the dad like opens up his belt and just like tightens it up, or just does like, the little like stupid, stupid quirks, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's got a lot of charm, I like it, I like, I like Troll 2, but I don't, I don't know, I don't, I think a lot, the thing is like, these opinions on a lot of this stuff to me is like, just because, like, regular, average, like, I don't say average, normal people, but, like, people that haven't, like, watched a lot, like, they see Troll 2, like, oh, that's the worst thing they've ever seen, because they've never seen anything like it. Or they see, like, Get Out or something like that, and they've never seen anything with that kind of, like, social commentary or something like that, and they think it's, like, it's just because they've never really, like, this is the first, like, mainstream or becomes mainstream experience that people have with flicks, and that's where the, the overrated, the overhyped comes. That's what I'm saying, it's overrated. Yeah, I mean... If you want a hot take, I can give you a hot take because I'm going. Let's go for I'm it. Going, yeah, just do I was okay. going to say, okay, I feel so like these are all like softballs that we've been throwing. Blair so far. Witch Project. 
Oh, I love the Blair Witch so much. I appreciate what it did, but nowadays there's so many better found footage movies that you could watch. Oh, I'll agree with that. There's definitely a ton of found footage movies out now. Blair Witch Project is interesting to watch now as the like kind of like prototype for that even though like the one that kickstarted like it wasn't the first found footage last broadcast yeah but dates that and even before that um alien abduction mcpherson tapes i think is even before that yeah but it's the one that kickstarted it in the mainstream so i like i appreciate its significance but like i i don't necessarily ever think about going to back and rewatching it i rewatched it so many times over the years. That sounds horrible. I love, I don't know why, I love the Blair Witch. So, I mean, but again, uh, I'm... I think I, Blair Witch I, 2 is underrated. I, I, tried to watch, I tried to watch Blair Witch um, 2 I'm, a couple years I'm ago. I'm just going to have to hand you your fucking... I'm just going to have to hand you your goddamn clown card right now. I had, I, underrated? I, I, that thing is a peel, piece of dog shit. But I think it's so bad it's good. No. It's, it's fun. It's one of the hardest things I've ever had to watch. I could make that argument for every bad fucking movie. Except way, for Midsummer. The way, <laughs> the way that they shot it... There's the quickest edits and cuts I've ever seen. They're like nausea-inducing, and I never say that. I try to sit down and be like, "Oh yeah, I could, pro- I could probably get into this." Like I watch it, like tried to rewatch it. I'm and surprised I got, like, you. I'm surprised you don't like Blair Witch Two. That's right up your alley, though. But I could, it, it just you like remember when Dan Lacey was obsessed with Blair Witch Two. Love Blair Witch Two so oh much. Oh my god. god, Book of Shadows, oh, my bro. No, uh, I understand where you're coming from. Buddy, and I think that uh, Blair Witch was a really polarizing film, even when it first came out. That a lot of people were kind of like, like you either loved it or you hated it. Um, it's 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 tough for me as somebody that really appreciates like originals, you know, like to take it away from horror films right now. Okay, like. There's a huge, like, kind of, like, notion in the anime community, right? That, like, shonen anime now is better than it's ever been. Okay? okay. Um, you know, because they've taken all the concepts, all the innovations that Dragon Ball Z or Fist of the North Star or fucking uh, Yu Yu Hakusho... And stuff like all the things that these shows kind of popularized and and like and and innovated. Now the shows have taken those concepts and kind of like refined them, and refined them, and did it. So now your big climactic fight, instead of being against Frieza for twenty fucking episodes, now it's like a two episode fight with really good animation and like all that stuff. So now that's the argument that. Shonen now is better than than it's ever been, and I disagree with that because I always have just like that extra appreciation. Like I'll watch Fist of the North Star, the entire fucking anime series, and all like fifty goddamn episodes of like mid ass filler that are in it and everything, <laughs> and still appreciate it and be like, damn, this is like a fucking great show. Dragon Ball Z is always going to be, like, maybe some of it's nostalgia, but I mean, I didn't watch Fist of the North Star until I was, like, 30. But, um, I'll always appreciate the, like, kind of, like, the, like, 
prototypes for stuff like this. And so, like, the Blair Witch Project, while it may not be the most exciting found footage movie that you could ever find, because really it's a whole lot of nothing happening for an hour and a half that ends with somebody standing in a corner. Um, but at the same time, like, I do kind of appreciate the subtlety of it. And I do know that like, there's like a discomfort that you get from watching the first Blair Witch project that doesn't make it a necessarily pleasurable, like viewing experience or like entertaining viewing experience. But when you see like all the characters like slowly disappearing and then like they're getting more lost and more agitated and more like, just like upset and confused and everything. And it starts to get like really uncomfortable building up into now like the final like portion of the movie where they're going through the, the house and everything. And just like, even though the payoff is kind of weak is like uh, upon first viewing, which is how, how I have to like look at it through this lens upon first viewing is like probably some of like the most like tense, like it's very tense. Sh- like shit, like that I've seen in a horror movie. The first time I watched Blair Witch Project and maybe the reason why it's so polarizing is because the, at the ending it gets so tense and then just ends so abruptly with someone standing in a corner. And then like a lot of people see that and are like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Like they're expecting something. You know what I mean? In the end, though, when you think about the context of the film and like the things that they say or like interviews or whatever that they do in the film and everything, where they're talking about people standing in the corner, how the, the witch will make them stand in the corner right. or whatever right. while right. this happens and everything. And then the, the camera, camera drops. The witch in the eye so now you, the so now you know what happened, but it's shown to you in probably like one of the creepier ways possible. I appreciate that, but I also understand where you're coming through, coming from where it can be kind of a painful slog to get to that point. So I don't think modern audiences would, I don't know. I can, I don't think a modern audience, like I said, and it goes back to why I draw the comparison to like modern anime audiences, because somebody that's going to watch My Hero Academia might not necessarily be able to go back and watch Dragon Ball Z. It's like we grew up on it, so like we're we are like wow, like that's like yeah. that's the that's peak right there. And when we see My Hero Academia or Demon Slayer or something like that, it's like okay, this is this is good. But I already saw this in Dragon Ball Z. That was the peak right then. You know, this character just got a transformation. Uh, That's not as hype as the first time Goku went Super Saiyan. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. But to somebody, to a younger audience who's getting introduced through like the new modern stuff, um, like their their first transformation that they see is like goddamn. uh, Tanjiro going like half demon or whatever the fuck he did in the right. entertainment district arc. And like, you know, the animation's like insane and the fight is like insane. And they're like, whoa. The animation's stupid. It's insane. Yeah, they'll go back. Like, they'll go back to Dragon Ball Z. That's not the first thing they saw now. They saw the. 
yeah. like the newer version of that, and they're like, oh yeah, this is the this is the fucking like the booty version with like the bad animation and the fucking kind of goofy voice acting and stuff. So I mean, you could like say like the new generation watched Paranormal Activity three, and that was like the movie that wow these found footage movies are really cool. Yeah. I now I'm really interested. I want to go back and watch Blair Witch Project. Well, fucking god, not even a tenth of the shit that happens in, in Paranormal three happens in Blair Witch Project. So they would be like, what the fuck is this? It would be like if um. Here, it's kind of funny that I have this on here. Um, Willow Creek. Willow Creek, yeah. If Willow Creek was the first found footage movie that ever came out, would that be a good film? May- debatably, because I don't know. You know what I've I mean? I've that once. I can't That's like really inspired maybe by like something it, like it's Blair more, Witch. It's more close to the Blair Witch Project than it would be your more modern yeah. found footage I will say I've shown the Blair Witch Project to at least five people who had never seen it. They were like, I was there for their first viewing experience. And they visibly got, like, very into it and very much enjoyed it. But maybe it was the kind of people I was, you know what I mean, I was hanging out with or, or whatever. But I also do think that maybe this is just a hot take, but this is just from experiences I've had in general. I feel like I would say if you're talking about a younger generation, like I would say a lot of like women that I've met like a lot of like some of the older stuff or have like a better appreciation in comparison to like some of like younger dudes I've met that have tried to watch the same thing. They seem to be turned off to like I'd even like the Dragon Ball Z, My Hero Academia like uh, references. Or it's, yeah, it can even go to something else like goddamn the other day there's this new kid starting at work and my major character flaw is thinking that every dude that has slightly long hair has at least decent taste in music. But this, this new guy starts at work and he's, I hope he never listens to this podcast. <laughs> uh, I hope he's never like, oh, Jared has a podcast and tries to listen to it. But, you know, so usually when uh, I'm training someone at work and I, I'm going to put some music on, I want to see like, okay, what type of music do you want to listen to? Because I, even though I guess it's not true and I guess I'm very picky about music, there's a broad array of genres that I actually do listen to. So when I'm sitting here thinking like, man, I listen to a wide variety of music. I think that we can find some common ground somewhere. What can we listen to? Hey man, what kind of music do you want to listen to? What's your favorite type of music? Oh, I don't know. I guess I listen anything but rap. Now I should take that as like a, a bad sign right from the start. Yeah. Like that you're like, uh, the one of the there's no genres. rap you can like. Yeah, there's no <laughs> like, rap that you can listen to. It's a very closed minded look on things. But yeah, um, he actually had a kind of a decent reason to it. But um, so I was like, well, what kind of music? Like, what's your favorite type of music? What do you listen to the most? I guess rock. All right, brother, you got to help me out. Like, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah. I get. I'm just like, uh, like you what do you want? You want me to fucking put not? the? You want me to put the Beatles on or fucking goddamn Deicide? Like, I like, yeah. you know, what kind of rock? Oh, uh, I guess alternative rock. Okay, sick. Like, let's yeah. go. Like, yeah. who's your favorite band? Yeah. Cage the Elephant. 
Well, I'm not going to play Cage the Elephant. <laughs> they got a couple slammers. Uh, uh, my, my, one of my exes was really into Cage the Elephant. They got a few slammers, but anyways. I was like, well, I'm not going to play Cage the Elephant. No, I so. wouldn't even play Cage the Elephant. And he was like, oh, and I was like, how about R.E.M.? Who's R.E.M.? I've never heard of him. I was like, okay, well, we're going to listen to R.E.M. Because, you know, I was like, yeah. because your little Cage the Elephant band that kind of sucks, let's be honest. Like, I mean, they have some shitty songs, too. I do like some of their stuff, but I think they're non-radio songs. They had one album. I think it was like their second or third album. <laughs> that was pretty good. No, I'm just being honest. Uh, Miles over here doing the deep dive on Cage the Elephant. No, I mean, when you, you know, any of you know, when you date someone, you know, you, like, you have, like, bands or artists that, like, your significant other like listens to a lot. So by default you have heard some of their songs or especially being older, like albums, like people used to throw a CD on and you get into a car and you just leave the fucking CD on, you know? Yeah. It's kind of how I discovered how MCR has like a lot of songs that aren't that good. (laughs) Wow. All right. Uh, Um, but yeah, I mean, anyways, you know, like, and, and, in, in this case, like I feel like I'm going to bat for a movie that I really actually don't even like that much in, in Blair Witch. It's a good it's a good argument though. I probably would have said a similar argument. I like how Blair Witch to me, like almost no other film has felt so real in a sense. I hate to say that because some people I, I just don't like using that, but like I really feel like those people, like, I'm just, like, watching them, like, and this is their actual life. Like, I feel like they're, they're you know, they're partying in the hotel. They're interviewing people. They really want to go out, make this, you know, quote-unquote documentary to them, you know, make money, hit it big. Like, do, you know, live the American dream. Uh, and they're just getting, you know, subtle hints from the beginning. They're getting way over their heads. You know what I mean? Way not. These are not people that are prepared to be in one of what the most... Don't they say in the in the film it's like one of those vast forests, like at least on the East Coast, like there's you know so far in. Especially the thing is before cell phones, like especially the cell phones that we use now, like or before great reception or reception. I mean, this was a very terrifying thing of being truly lost alone in the woods. Not to mention some sort of fucking possible entity, whether whether maybe it's a spirit, a witch, or it just could be a deranged killer. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't know. You never you, find you, out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah. like, you don't know. It could what's have been the there. other guys fucking with the girl. Like, you exactly. never know. Yeah, like, there's exactly. all these, like, theories about it. Yeah. It's, um, I'll just, like, never forget, like, the first time that I watched it was, like, at, like, 11, like 10 or 11 years old, uh, you know, like 11 o'clock at night. My older brother ordered it on like pay-per-view or whatever. And, and we're watching it. We're watching it. And then the ending happens. And he's like, well, what the fuck was that? That sucked. And, uh, and I'm over there just like scared fucking shitless. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah that sucked. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. but in reality, like 11 year old me was like, fuck, that was, whoa. <laughs> like, yeah, woo. Yeah, yeah. Like. But especially to see something that young, because it's so different. It's not like watching a mass killer film where like Michael Myers, you see him, the you know, you know what you're looking at. You see the uh, 
the killer, the horror in front of you. There's not as much left up to the imagination as in Blair Witch, you know. Yeah. But I get your take. I get. I mean, I get it. You know, it's that's it's each their own. Like I appreciate what it did, but I'm not popping it on. Right. To watch. I mean, okay. no. I get that. I'm probably never gonna watch it again in my life either. I probably will. <laughs> I, I guarantee that you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> All right, Miles. Hit us with a hot take. Let's hot, let's go. I know. That's what I'm trying to think. Let's of, like, fucking go. I'm trying to get pissed. I thought I'm so, but I'm kind of glad. I guess not glad, but I'm surprised you didn't uh, hold. Uh, I still know what you last summer in higher regard. Are we talking? I still know what you did, or oh, I sorry, know what I know you what did you last summer. Because I still know what you did as a master. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't even fucking remember it. Ah, I'm really trying to look here. I'm trying to get some of that. So, you know, some of your mid scores where you're like, oh, someone would fucking cheaper creepers overrated. I almost yeah, was, I've always. I, I mean, gonna say, I almost was wondering if someone was gonna say that because I felt like uh, I don't even need to like really go into my explanation you know. or anything. But yeah. I've got one that might be a hot take. If you, if I bet you, Jeepers still, Creepers overrated is probably a pretty popular opinion now because of the uh, be, the director. Be, because of that guy, like that's the problem with that. It's like one that I really enjoyed it when I was younger, and it was kind of like different when uh, it was coming out, and I liked the creature, I liked everything. But the problem is, you know, now we know the man behind it, like the director and everything. And it kind of puts a stain on it where it's like, you just don't want to almost like think about those films ever again. And things like, and they're coming out with a new Jeepers Creepers in two, in two weeks, three weeks. And it's a remake. He has nothing to do with it. I'm probably going to see it, of course, to be honest, because I'm curious to see what it's like now. But, um, it's just one of those ones, like I completely understand why it's overrated. I think, again, it, it came out at the right time. People were really into it. Obviously, there wasn't a lot of, uh, you know, Elm Street, Leatherface. Also, it was right before all the remakes came right, out. So, yeah. you know, it kind of filled a void for people that were looking for maybe something. Like a new, like, yeah, face like to new horror, horror yeah. like, icon. You know? I'm, I'm proud to say that I always thought it was overrated even before all the shit came out about that director. Or at least before I even knew about it. It was very, our generation, because we were about 14 years old when that came out i feel like people as you're st- i know it's, we were young and 14 is very young but you're starting to like learn about stuff you've seen you're starting to see some stuff you know flicks and different stuff like that and i think the generation above us like people who are like 16 to 18 or older really fucking loved uh jeepers creepers just like one that i a was- lot of kids that i went to school with loved it they yeah. they would always sing the song and then do this, like make jokes about Jeepers Creepers and shit. The first time I saw it, I didn't get it. I didn't see why it was held in such high regard. Because yeah. at that point, I mean, it probably had been out for like seven, eight years or something stupid like that. So it had been hyped up so much, and then I saw it, and I kind of thought it was like ridiculous. Like he's like fucking. I think at one point he either like flips a car, or, like jumps on top yeah. of a car, or, like something, and I'm just like, this is stupid. That's it's probably like, one of the better know. parts of the movie. <laughs> I uh, I had fun with Jeepers Creepers too with the school bus. I actually got to see that in theaters. I saw that at the old Saybrook Theater. Um, I still don't think I was 17 when that came out, but obviously they let me in alone. I went and saw it alone. Anyways, but but then that that became almost more like action horror because you start t- talking about he starts doing some of the crazy like feats and stuff like with the school bus and flying and all the stuff. I mean. Um, 
I think, and I, you guys uh, will agree with me on this, but one that also from that era that I didn't watch until I'd already seen the sequel. I think House of a Thousand Corpses is overrated. Over, I was, was going to bring that shit oh, he's, up. He's had that on his screen for like uh, 20 minutes. All right, well, and, and I'll throw it on here too, the one that everyone thinks is better. Devil's Rejects is fucking overrated too. I like Devil's Rejects. We saw that for free at your fucking sticky floors. Dan's mom got us in there. I think oh, you were right. with us. I don't think I saw it in theaters. I think I saw it. Did I? No, I don't think I Maybe did. Maybe it was Luke I, Lips or something. Probably Luke. I think I, I think I rented it for the first time. But I saw Devil's Rejects before I saw House of a Thousand Corpses. Me too. And Devil's Rejects was at... I would like to think on paper, if I looked at the stories, news stories about House of a Thousand Corpses, I'd be way more into. But I really like Devil's Rejects and what it was about for what it was at the time. And then... My f- first serious girlfriend, her brother, Mitch Urbano, would come home from school every day when I was dating her and watch House of Thousand Corpses. He watched it every single day after school, every single day. He'd be down in the basement watching it, and the scene where it has the slow-mo scene where he's about to get shot in the head, I could always time it and hear it. I could hear him down there like laughing or like getting a kick out of it. And I never watched it with him. I saw like five minutes of it, and I think to that point I was like... I didn't watch House of Thousand Corpses so I was like 21. I put it in. I watched it. I'm going to sneeze on the podcast. This is what I'm doing right now. I guess I'm not. I watched it. I thought <laughs> I was. I felt, that, I felt that scene. I'm like, I'm about to blow all over this. Uh, but I watched it. I liked it. Like the beginning especially. But it got towards the end and certain things like that. And I just, I don't know. It just fell apart for me. It felt like his first film. I felt like, which normally never bothers me, but I felt like Devil's Rejects was so much like, for what it was, it was much more confident. The, you know, the situations were better. All this stuff where it was like more like House of a Thousand Corpses was legit, just like a sideshow attraction type thing, and there wasn't much to it. But everyone was on that flick's dick for years. I had to hear about it. Is that your hottest take? I don't know if that's my hottest take because I know how you guys probably feel, you know, about it. But I mean, I do think for certain people that is a hot take because it's. I mean, I, talk about a modern cult classic. I mean, there's a ton of people that are really into it. I think I've talked about. It I on hate other shows, but like, I, I hate Rob Zombie. Before you, you before you get into this, like Rob Zombie, like Rob Zombie as but. a as a director as a musician, like. I I don't like anything this guy's done. His best fucking film was the Halloween remake, and even that is like one of the weaker Halloween movies. Go ahead, buddy. Well, I was gonna say like I I've seen Devil's Rejects a few times, but like House of a Thousand Corpses, it's either one that I didn't watch or I watched it and completely left no impact on me because I have no memory of it at all. Okay. But like part of me is like, yeah, I must have watched it, but then like it's fucking was nothing to me. I've liked it. I've watched it, I think, two other times. I think. At least once, but I think two other times. I liked it more on each of the times I've seen it. But I I do think that it's just the hype train was through the roof. It just wasn't... I don't know. 
Are you tired of plain old breakfast? Cereals are sugary enough. Are you tired of burnt pancakes and waffles? Then you need slapjacks. The slapjack gets your face and it causes a chemical reaction to heat off. No cooking required. Just slap and eat. Don't believe us? Here's a satisfied customer. Slapjacks are the best breakfast food ever made. Slapjacks, slap those smiles back. <laughs> You heard it here, kids. Slapjack saves lives. Order at www.slapjacks.com. All right, so we just got interrupted by the uh, the brain damaged wives here. I just want to ask them real quick. What do you think is the most overrated horror movie that you've seen? Mm, that I've seen? Yeah, well, you have to see it to, to have an opinion to think so. it's overrated. Um, Sorry if you can't hear her to the viewers. My I, wife said Midsummer. Let's go! Let's go! That's the first movie I brought up, I think. Hmm. Buddy said nope. I didn't see that. I guess, like, Annabelle, The Conjuring, all of that. The Conjuring universe as a whole, I'd yeah. say, is overrated. I thought that that was just, like, known to I was, I was just going to throw in uh, Insidious. The first Insidious is super overrated. Yeah, I can completely agree on that. I was, I was, that was one I I saw in the theaters, at a second run theater when I lived in Pittsburgh, and I was super let down. Not super let down, but let down enough. I swear I was, to God, Al was like, "How I'm dare sure, you I'm not sure like? How dare you not like Insidious?" Yeah. And I'm uh, just like, Jesus Christ, it's like Freddy Krueger, Darth Maul, like, it's, 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 in every Haunted House movie I've, that I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like, just so rehashed. It just feels like everything, if you've if you watched horror at all, you've seen the Insidious in 20 other different films. Like, that's that's its biggest flaw, obviously. And I don't, and I don't like Insidious 2. I know that you like it. I like it's it. It's definitely better than Insidious 1. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Don't you dare. <laughs> and three, I I think three's the best one of any of them. Being, I, I don't, ha- I, don't I, I like, I like three, but it's like a prequel, and like I, I don't know, it's for me, I I don't like it as much as the first two. Maybe I, I like. should watch three if you say it's better than than all, than the other two. Three, four was fine. I like four the creature, sucks. I like the creature in four. I mean, that was. I like the way part four ties into the first couple. I, just, yeah. I saw Insidious one and two and said that I was done. I didn't even know there was a fourth one. I just, you know me. I just watched. The, I don't have. Yeah. I don't hold the whole series or the series at all in high regard. I think they're fine for what they are, but like one is absolutely overrated. That's probably one of the best as far as takes on this show. That's definitely that's a that's a pinned one for me. I've got one. I don't know if it's a hot take or not because I know people really fucking love. I don't know if we'd call it a franchise yet, but it's two films. Quiet Place. I don't get what the big deal is. Oh, we watched Quiet Place 2 together last year. I remember we did. That was one of the first ones we went back to. At the, uh, Quiet Place 2, a big improvement? I wouldn't even it's, say a big improvement. I, they're same. about the same. Yeah, okay. it's just like, I like the, the Quiet Place. I like the idea, and I like the, the creatures and stuff like that. I think it's a really cool and terrifying idea. The first one was good. But I forgot we saw that together. Yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. I mean, I get it. But. I don't see what the big deal was. Seeing the first one in theaters was one of the most unique theater experiences I ever had. Because, like, everyone's just like, oh, am I allowed to eat popcorn right now? Like, everyone's just being, like, so awkwardly oh, quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, just, like, as films, like, I don't see what the hype's about. 
They're. I feel like. I feel like they're those like creature of the week, like fun things, but they're not something that has like. I don't know. I have a soft spot for stuff like that too. Like things like, even like let's say. Well, we know you like everything. I don't like everything. But, like, stuff like that I don't watch all the time that I enjoy. I mean, I, I would put this on a much higher pedestal, but I like The Mist a lot, but The Mist is way better than... They just, like, vaguely remind me. The post-apocalyptic, like, the creatures, you know, stuff like that. The Mist is great. Yeah. <laughs> the Mist is I mean, so I, good. But I feel like I'm just saying, like... Uh, the Miss TV series is really good. I know neither of you watched that. I've never. That. I didn't even know that existed. I, I did not know that was a thing. No, it, but it came out way late. It came out like five years ago. It was really good. Really good shit. I really liked them. I wish they would have continued it. They only did one season. But uh, like Spike TV or something did it before it ended. Or like USA yeah. or something. But uh, I can get that with A Quiet Place. I don't know. It's hard because I feel like. There, pe- a lot of the generation coming up. I mean, these are like is the Quiet first Place really hype? Yes. Yeah. Quiet Place is really hype. But yeah. the fact that the I must the not kid, be paying attention. The kid dies immediately. That's kind of a thing, right? I mean, kids dying in movies is usually a pretty good like shock factor. It is. That was what got me sucked in. But then it was kind of like from then on, you don't really get hit until the end when our poor man Jim goes out. Mm. Legend. Rip to the legend. I do. Uh, I, I think I cried I like when that happened. But we're talking about on here. I'm like, yeah, I do like these. <laughs> I have not said a positive thing about him. Okay. <laughs> but he said it's absolute dog shit, not a single. I, I, no, I just don't. I, I think know. I gave both of them like three or three and a half. I mean, I yeah. I mean, they're there. fine, yeah. but it's not like everyone's like, oh my fucking god, a quiet place. I can't wait for part three. Like I'll watch part three, but like uh, yeah. again, I don't get it. You All right, me? boys. You got a final one? So, I mean, we brought up one on the last episode that I'll just kind of rehash right now, and I'll take my clown card. Dawn of the Dead, original. Yeah, he knew. There we go. You know, thinking that one's a little overrated. I don't want to go into it because I haven't seen it in a long time. He has the merch on, Jared, and you're Uh, being disrespectful. Dawn of the Dead is is tied as my favorite film of all time, so I'm not even going to argue on the podcast. I'm just going (laughs) to drop that on there. I don't think that there even needs to be an argument because I feel like everyone already knows the argument. I don't even want to... I don't even have good reasons as to why. <laughs> like, honestly, I, I guess like my only good reason is that out of out of the dead films, it's like the slowest and most boring. Like out of all of them, um, you gotta watch the extended cut, bro. Oh, jeez, yeah, even even longer, <laughs> even longer. Can't Jesus. wait. It's all gore. All the extended cut is all extra gore. I mean, that's all it is. Headshots and shit, like sniper vision, sniper like scope headshots. Well, I think I have the stuff. extended cut on VHS, but. Um, all right, you got, are you guys ready? Because because you guys are like, oh yeah, I think this one's a hot take. Fucking, uh, goddamn, a quiet place or like, whatever. Dawn of the Dead is I really Blair thought- Witch is, is maybe slightly a hot take, but it's like it's so polarizing that it's almost not really I a thought, hot take. I thought, uh- I know what you did last summer was a hot enough. Time that's not. That's not hot. hot. I, it, well, it might. It, in, we cer- young, in certain in certain circles, circles it's, it's, it's overrated. Yeah. yeah. That movie blew my mind. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All I right. Think, so well, I read I read the book first. I read that book in middle school, and I was like, "Whoa, this is crazy!" And then I realized there was a movie, 
and Jennifer Love Hewitt is in it, and she's really hot. So I was like, okay. Jennifer Love Hewitt's definitely a strong, strong aspect. I think the movie did the book justice, so I was like, this is good. I think it's good. Okay. All right. I didn't say anything either way. I think I think it's a fine, fine movie. I haven't seen it in forever. But did there need to be a sequel? I've never seen the sequel. There's like 17 yeah, sequels. Yeah, there's like so many. <laughs> there's at least two? I still know what you did there's last summer before 12. the summer. That, <laughs> like, Are there that many now? There's, there's, at, least four, there's at least four. There's Yeah, there's oh, like four. Yeah. yeah. Gotta make that money, baby. You got a final one? Final one? Huh? You didn't even let me do. You didn't. You even, just said it. No, I didn't. Dawn of the Dead. Isn't that a hot? No, I have oh, one. I have another. one that's like a fucking. I'm ready to accept my clown card for. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. Well, <laughs> I'm uh. Comes the this will be my last episode of the Brain Damage Podcast ever. This I'm looking Midnight at it Miles. right. I'm looking at it right here, right next to Suspiria and Midsummer, all two stars. Well, Jared, guys, oh my god, I, I need to rewatch it, but I understand that. Um, this is this is probably the My Hero Academia syndrome for me. Because <laughs> no, because hear me out. Because I can watch something like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and see how, when it came out, that it was like probably an extremely effective film that terrified everybody, made everyone uncomfortable, and and all and all this shit and everything like this. By the time that I got to it, when I was like twenty fucking twenty two, actually I think I was like eighteen. But um, you, you might have been that old because we talked about it when you watched it that you didn't. By the time I got to it, I was like, man, this is just a movie with no jump scares and really bad production value. Like, I don't know. Just, like, it didn't do anything for me. I, I will say this. The dinner table scene, iconic. And, then like, and that that's extremely uh, discomforting and um, ineffective. Everything else in that movie... It didn't do anything for me. It was one of those movies where it's like, oh my god. Everyone thinks they just saw like a bloody massacre, but there's barely any gore in it. Where I watched it, and I was like, shit, where's the fucking gore? Like, I don't know. So, like, that's just my reasoning. I, I know that I'm wrong. I like... <laughs> oh my god, save that. Uh, I, I, I'm going to get a quote. I'm not going to... I not I'm not gonna die on this hill Never like heard I'm not gonna die on this hill. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre did not it did not connect with me the way that it apparently connected with literally every single other fucking person that's ever watched it in the history of watching films. It just didn't hit me that way. I don't know why. I'm sorry. We all have, we, have, like, we all have those. I mean, I mean, that's we all have those. I, I, obviously, I can't see it or understand it at all. But <laughs> I've tried to understand every single pick on the show so far. But uh, I don't think I can top that, buddy. I don't think I can top what he just dropped. I mean, do I don't. Have, I don't man? think I can top that either. I mean, we could just talk about overrated films all day. Trick or treat. Stop. <laughs> clown, right. clown take. I right. gotta hear about he got more mad about me saying the trick or treat's overrated than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I, uh, so you, the listeners, can think about that for a second. I had who's, who's really overrating this? Is trick or treat 
being overrated more offensive than Texas Chainsaw Massacre being. I'm offended that I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is overrated. I had to Trick hear, or Treat is a fine film. It's okay. It's good. I had to hear him say that two of my top tens of all it's time good. Are it's good. It's not. It's not a. Mo- <laughs> it's it's not a modern classic. Let's fucking calm this shit down. Oh, it's not man. that oh, good. My. All right. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have to come with us when they show it in theaters for the 15th anniversary. Wow, and I and I will enjoy it, and I'll be like, damn, this is good. the The problem with it being so fucking overrated is I gave it two stars, even though I know it's like a three. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! I know, I know, I know. It's like a two. And, he knows he's wrong. I know. No, listen, listen. I know it's a two and a half or a three, but it's so fucking put on this fucking pedestal, like it's right up there with goddamn like Halloween or something. Nobody said or, that. Or, or you mean that other two star film? This gave the Texas Chainsaw. Mess. It's not touching Texas Chainsaw. It's not touching Dawn of the Dead. Oh my god. Okay, it ain't touching these fucking movies. I'm sick. But like, like people acting like it's four stars or four to five stars when it's not. That's it's, my uncle. He loves that movie. Yeah, it's well, everybody's oh, obsessed with it. And I watched it and I was like, damn, this is a very average Halloween film. Okay, let's go on to the next one. I was like, this is pretty good. Don't ever think I ever need to see or talk about this film ever again in the rest of my life. I guess I was wrong because I'm, I'm saying, talking about are, it now. Fifteen years later. Yeah. Fine. Painfully right. average, and that's why it gets two stars for me. It should be higher, but you, you people are the reason why I had to lower this score to put it into perspective. I had what? to, I had to lower my score on Letterboxd to get the average down. <laughs> What's the average on this movie? Three point six. No, see, this should be like a. That should be at like a solid two point nine or. You're a three. out of your fucking. Two point nine or a three. Uh, I don't have any more words. I gotta hear about Cox or something after this. All right, yeah. What are we talking? What, what's <laughs> what's the cocktail? What's the, why what's is everyone the, looking? I came up with the last one. All right, all right, all right, all right. Bob's gonna come up with one we've already done. <laughs> I know. I'm worried I, I, about gar- that. Guaranteed. Who has the best deformed cock in a horror film? What? (laughs) (laughs) No, serious. Deformed or like like, like, it can be like mutilated history. It can be like like okay, Freddy Krueger has a burned cock underneath all of his pants. So you okay? So you 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 stated this. As this is this is breaking the mold because this, this is breaking the mold because now like instead of being like who is the sexiest man in this category, we're taking pot shots at who has the most deformed cock. I think it's who. Okay, <laughs> who has the best deformed cock though? Like who do you think's the hottest of all? Who is the, all right? Who is the sexiest deformed? Movie villain. Huh? Is that what we're going for here? I guess I'm just really trying to keep the. <laughs> are, cock are, are, in we doing, are we doing? Are we doing? Are we doing Freddy versus Jason Part Two right now? But, but no, no, listen. But I want, I want you to. Th- you had to talk about Vegeta, Majin Vegeta. No, we'll definitely. The last episode. Listen, listen, we'll talk about their dick. We got to. We about always talk about. We always talk about their dick. I don't know why you're asking. All right. Or why you're acting like we don't talk about the. I don't Majin, know who. Majin Vegeta. You guys are all screaming. <laughs> Majin <laughs> Vegeta. I know you did. I told you. I know. I told you already. Vegeta. Vegeta. <laughs> 
<laughs> Give him speech therapy right now. Vachita. Vachita? Is that what you're saying? How do you spell it? V E G E T A. What? V E G E T A. That's correct. That's right. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> Alright, I gotta get in the zone. I gotta think about the form. Holy I gotta God. think about the form penis for a minute. Uh, Austin's gotta be up there. Okay, true. But I'm thinking like, alright, look, look, for example. Do we have to actually oh, so we're making inferences. We've never Inferences, s- yes. The only penis I can recall in a horror film is from Victor Crowley. Absolute legend. That's a great, great possible pick. Um and Sleepaway Camp, obviously. I'm just trying to think of Correct. dicks we've actually seen in film. Well, this no, is yeah, Miles wants a scarred and mutilated, deformed <laughs> dick, and the dick at the end of Sleepaway Camp is very average, normal. And it's kind of weird because the, the whole kid thing, you know. I mean, it's I'm definitely get... an adolescent penis. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I'm, we're starting to get away from where. You know, I, I want to think about you know like Freddie with like the flesh like. Hanging off around his dickhead. And Do you like think Freddy's circumcised? If he, if I would he wasn't, assume. he is now because there's nothing left around it. All right, hold on, hold on. Do you think Jason is circumcised? No, no, so. no. There's no way. Do, his mom wouldn't do that unless he took him a shed. Okay, okay, okay. Himself. For real, who's more hung? It's got to be Jason. No, yeah. no. You haven't heard who I'm about to say. Okay, okay. Jason or Leatherface? Who is more hung? Leather. I bet Leatherface is hung like a fucking horse. I don't know. I bet it's like a fucking arm down there. I I could see Leatherface being in the scenario where like he can't even see his dick over his gut. Like I could see that. As far as Jason's concerned, I know he's got a fucking hammer. Like. I know Jason's got at least fucking 10, 10 we, inches soft. We, we've talked about this in other shows, but his dick just flopping around in those overalls in yeah. part two. Yeah. Oh, yeah, true. What is going on, Austin? Well, I'm taking into consideration, like, you know, we talked about the Hills Have Eyes earlier in the show, which kind of made me think of this. Ugh. Them and the mutation and stuff. I mean, they might have, like, a cock that splits into another cock, and, you know, I don't know. They, you never know. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking... Uh, how come we never see Belial's cock True. in Basket Case? True. Because he clearly has sex with another Siamese twin at the end of Basket Case, do you, too. Do you think they made him a cock, like, with some of the skin left over from the surgery? Or do you think that his cock was actually living inside his he had, no, 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 Yeah, time. he had the cock the whole time. He had to. He has Why, a, why would you add a cock? <laughs> he has a cock. So because you think his, his cock was inside his brother's body. Yes, inside. he was penetrating okay, his brother. Right. Yes, okay, so that's, that's why they needed. That's separated. all I wanted. To, that's all I wanted to be said. I was really hoping someone would say that. Thank you. But where is the cock? It's retractable. It's okay, all right. It's retractable. Right, retract. It's got to be retractable because he does have intercourse with another Siamese twin, and she does have the little, progeny. She does have little fucking Legend. basket case baby at the. It's, it's a beautiful um, thing. I'm never watching that movie. We're watching it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Indian food and basket case. Let's go. Miles will like stay if we do that. <laughs> Miles is like, <laughs> Miles is like, oh, actually, Mocha doesn't need to go out. <laughs> We're watching basket case. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, deformed. <laughs> so, so are we trying to determine who's the sexiest? All right, now hold on a second, because we just had a new. Um, 
We just had a new season of a very popular television show come out. And, and you got you, you gotta, you gotta know that Vecna's dick. There's something going on there, for sure. You want to fuck Vecna? No, I don't want to fuck Vecna. But Miles wants to talk about deformed penises. That's a good. I feel like I haven't seen it, but that's a good choice. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good choice. I'll probably be the winner, to be it honest. Could probably extend out. I'm not yeah. picking Vecna's. You're not. Actually, I should pick Vecna. It's a very topical nice. choice. Yeah, it's very. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. I thought that. Uh, what do you got, buddy? I bet Pumpkinhead's got an insane dick. Oh, guarantee. <laughs> He's more of a creature, but I, I'll take oh. that. I'll take that. Yeah, that's a good one. Stop looking at me. I don't know. I always want to go with something burned or deformed. So I think I'm going to go with Cropsy from the Burnings. Probably weird charred penis. Oh, my. Okay. Victor Crowley's got a massive dick. He has a massive dick. Yeah. It's almost over. <laughs> I don't know. Fine. You know what? For 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 case in this point, I'll I'll pick Victor Crowley because I love the Hatchet films. I watch them apparently. The older I get, the more I watch the Hatchet films. I watched at least two of them this year. I made you watch part four that one time for the. I, but I just still guarantee Jason's got the biggest dick, so I'm gonna I'll go with Jason. He definitely has a monster hog. Going on, going He's going hog wild. So those are what's your, the what's the zombie's name from um, Day of the Dead? Bub. Bub. What do you think Bub's packing? You think he's got a massive... Or do you think as a zombie that his dick just kind of fell off? Just like rotted off his body? It'd be funny if he just had where it was, but he had some big nuts hanging there just with no dick. Be like kind of... Yeah, like fair, fair. Yeah. <laughs> true. Be kind of funny. <laughs> Perhaps. All right. All right. Well, so Vecna, Jason, Victor Crowley. Victor Crowley. Check out our website. Jared will be uploading all the photos of these dicks once he oh, creates them in his class. <laughs> Artist renderings. That'd be iconic. <laughs> or get on Google. Let, let Google, let the world, since they're tracking you, know you're looking at monster cocks when you're at home by yourself. That's true. I could look up Jason Voorhees' cock right now, actually. Wait, yes, do that. <laughs> I swear to God, it's going to be a third arm. I'm going to say... Penis, though, just to make sure that we. Just to be... <laughs> oh god, I forgot one of the O's. One of the O's. Oh, and I was like, "There's an O in penis." <laughs> all right, so we have. All right, there's no penis there. I guess this is just Kane Hodder with like full body makeup. I'm assuming. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Here we go. That's a hog right there. <laughs> okay, we gotta wrap this shit up. We'll see All you guys right. with another episode. Whoa! It's once again another podcast. Uncircumcised. You guys were right. It's just divulged into Jared looking at porn again. So we gotta wrap this up. We'll see you guys uh, with another episode of Brain Damage coming soon. <laughs>